Believers Worship Center, the sanctuary at 5237 Murfreesboro Road. Got a great piece of topic to discuss this evening. So uh, glad for all of you who are joining in and glad for all that will join us later. Hello there. Hello, Mr. Sheffield on the mic. So been a couple of weeks. We got to take a week off because there's five weeks uh, in the preceding month. So we're back for June. Excited for all that's going on, all that we get to talk about. And we're going to kick things off June being Pride Month. Uh, there's a lot of uh, media surrounding that particular topic. Um, it's almost impossible to avoid uh, in your personal lives. You can't drive down a street without finding a billboard or a, or a, a beer ad or a newspaper you know, piece that, that has something to talk about it, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, it, it's here. It's an entire month worth yep. of it. So uh, we get asked questions a lot. One of the questions we got asked here recently was specifically to how do we handle Pride Month or how should we handle Pride Month as a Christian. As a Christian. So that's what we're going we're gonna to talk about this evening, but we're going to come at it from a little bit different perspective. I don't want to just, we, we don't want to just go at it from, from what Pride Month is and what you're seeing, but but from the concept of, of pride and being prideful and what the Bible has to say about that and what those teachings have to offer us. So let, let's start out, I think, and, and we'll just start with, with pride. What is pride? Well, you know, whenever you look at pride, there's a lot of ways a Christian looks at it because there's a big difference between being prideful and being proud. Uh, the Bible tells us there's a big difference in that in Proverbs 8, 13, it says the fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. So the Lord doesn't like us to be prideful on our, about, you know, our accomplishments, don't want us to be very prideful and put our ways above everybody else's. But it also tells us in Galatians that but each, let each man test his own work. In other words, if you do something, you can be proud about your son doing something. Mm -hmm. You test his work. He done something really good. A daughter that uh, you know accomplishes stuff. I would say that if I had a son and he went to Harvard, I would be proud. Sure. But I wouldn't be prideful enough to where I'd put him against every other kid. Right. And say, mine made it, yours didn't. So I think the, the pride that or the difference between being prideful and being proud is the consumption, right? right. I mean, it's like anything else we're, we're taught to consume in moderation. Right. And I think when we allow pride to become, or our pride for something, when we're proud of it to become all-consuming, to yeah. take up a large portion of what we're doing and who we are, that's when it becomes prideful or, or full of pride rather than just being a, a proud pilot. One, one of the things that separates me from, you know, being prideful or having pride is pride separates us from seeking God. In other words, we put ourselves on his level. It says in the Bible, in his pride, the wicked does not seek him. In other words, whenever, whenever you put pride before the Bible, this kind of haughty pride is the opposite of humility. 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 And whenever it says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And whenever you're talking about pride throughout the scriptures, we're told that there's consequences of being prideful. 
And it's hard to pick a name for a special month that goes against Scripture. In other words, it would be terrible to say that we, uh, we're having a month that we're going to drink. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, you know, and that's the consumption of it is when you make a month to celebrate, when you're setting aside a month a year to celebrate mm -hmm. something that you're participating in all year long, right? Right, then you've allowed yourself to be consumed. You've elevated that pride, if you mm -hmm. if we're gonna, you know, go with that. Right. You've elevated that to a position of of borderline idolatry. Right, and you're being boastful about you're rubbing it in everybody's face. Yeah, and, and I think <laughs> we, we forget it's it's certainly not uh, not popular in today's day and age. Right. Um, we forget that we're so we're called to be more demure. Right. Or humility or humble individuals when we're called to a, to a Christian life. And we forget that a lot. I mean, you know, even the, our standard code of dress anymore doesn't, doesn't amplify that or doesn't, doesn't speak to that. I was reading some stuff, you know, getting ready for this tonight. And I was thinking about, okay, we call, you know, everybody says it's Pride Month. But what kicked Satan out of heaven he was prideful he was proud he, he had pride and he wanted to be on God's level right if we get to that point to where we're telling everybody that you know it's I'm above everybody else we've got a problem well when you're dedicating anything to yourself yeah. yeah no matter what you're dedicating yourself to we were right. joking here earlier <laughs> in our, our pre-discussion if I, as not only a, a member, but the president of the Overeaters Club, I'm in. Decide to absolute, you're, you're the treasurer. I'm the treasurer. If we decide that, you know, November is now the month to celebrate mm -hmm. overeating. And so all overeaters, we're going to have a parade. We're going to cap right. the whole thing off at Thanksgiving because we're, right. we're hijacking that. Yep. And we're going to end Overeaters Month uh, with, with this massive blowout feast then we've elevated right. what we have obviously do on a regular basis, mm -hmm. and now we're going to dedicate an entire month to show it off. Right, and, and another thing too is we was picking and everything, and this was very jokeful, but we can't have Overeaters Month in October because it's Pastor Appreciation Month. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> preachers like me, it's what over, can I help? Overeating pastor. But, but I'm just saying, we, you know, you can take anything, if you look at a group setting of anything, yep. and you make it a month for that and be prideful about it. Now, you can celebrate stuff, that's not what I'm talking about. But to put yourself above everything else, pride has kept many people from accepting Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, it's the concept, again, that, that's foreign to us in today's mm -hmm. society is that they're the concept that there's somebody that knows better than we do. Right. Uh, I mean, even as, as, a, as a Christian society or so-called, mm -hmm. you know, our culture has become one of, well, I'll take a little bit of this because I agree with that, but I don't agree with this, so I'm going to throw that part out. I mean, we've, we've said, basically, that mm -hmm. I know better than, than the author right. of the book. Right. I'm, I'm putting myself on the level of the Lord and what he said is not right. right. And what I'm going to do, see, a lot of people say, well, why is pride sinful? I'm not talking about Pride Month. I'm not talking about anything like that right now. But why is pride sinful? Well, pride 
is us giving ourselves credit for something that God has accomplished. Right. Now, God laid all the rules. God laid out what we should believe in the Bible. And whenever we say that we're prideful, we're putting ourselves on his level. And pride is taking the glory that belongs to God alone. In other words, just him. And right. it takes and it, and it breaks it down to where it says, well, okay, you know, I've accomplished this. No, you accomplished that because the Lord let you. Right. But, and you're, but you're leaving that part out. That's exactly right. Yeah. Pride essentially, in my terms of pride from the Bible, is self-worshiping. Well, and, <laughs> and historically even, it has, from a biblical standpoint to a literary standpoint to a cultural standpoint, Pride has always been the downfall of, of every nation that came before us. And, it, it, you know, in, in the Greek, they even, it was so bad, they had to give it its own word. Right. And so you have hubris. And every Greek hero, every Greek mythology, every story that comes out of there, the fall of the hero is, is nine times out of ten, almost always, it's hubris. It's their pride. The story of Icarus and... And, and even Hercules and, and the right. all of that comes down to somebody being boastful about mm -hmm. you know I, I know this better than than, than you do and, and right. they insert themselves higher right. than the instructor and whenever we see people put anything and I'm not talking just you know what we see in, in the month but I'm saying anything that's put above Christ. Yeah. Anything that's put above what the teachings of, of Jesus, and if we put it, our lives against above that, then that's wrong. Yes. And that's where all the pride is stopping people from understanding the Bible, because a lot of people say, "Well, you know, I understand this better than than Christians." Right. I, I've read it. I've studied it. And one of the things that I was thinking today about a lot of people that were prideful and started studying scriptures. There's a lot of atheists mm -hmm. that have set out to prove the Bible was wrong. Yeah. And they ended up getting saved because they were prideful. They said, this is the one I'm going to stand on. I've seen clip after clip of people that says, you know, uh, we're talking about the transgenders and everything, about men having babies and everything. I've seen a lot of clips where they say, well, the Bible's wrong. And it's not about the Bible being wrong. It's about them not understanding that God created a man and a woman. Right. We didn't do that. But I don't even think it's that they don't understand. It's a it's a denial yeah. because it no longer fits what's comfortable anymore. Right. It doesn't fit what what they need it to be now. And that's what we were talking about earlier is, mm -hmm. is that I'll take this part of it. I'll take A, B, and D, but C I'm going to throw out because it just it doesn't fit me anymore. And, and faith, real faith, real Christian faith, can't be applied that way. Right. So now that we've we've agreed and we kind of have a definition, we know, what pride, we know what pride is. We know, you know, the 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 downfall of it, the downside to to elevating it to such a level that you have to dedicate an entire month to it, or any amount of time to it right. for that matter. But. Let's let's set aside the the pride of, of right now of Pride Month, which of course is homosexuality and the LGBTQ 
IA plus community. Plus, plus, yeah. Let's set that aside and let's let's run with the, the the idea of of it being you know even if it's a narcotics pride month or an mm -hmm. overeaters pride month or or whatever the case may be. Anything you're doing that you have to be boastful about is sinful. Right, we've agreed to this. Yep. So, what would the calling be as Christians, as believers, as faithful individuals? What is the calling? What are we to do with a Pride Month? Well, I'm going to be very polite, and I'm just not going to participate. Politeful non-participation. Followers, you know. Christians should decline to have anything to do with pride events. Now, you look on TV, you've got all the churches going out there. Yeah. You've got people saying that we're going to be inclusive. I'm sorry, I'm, I just choose not to be. Well, I think, <laughs> I think it goes back to what we were talking about several weeks back, which is it, the encouragement. Right. We're not called to go out there and remind them that what they're doing is wrong. Right. They, they know that or they disagree with it. But either way, nothing we say at that event is going to be perceived as anything but hatred. But if somebody comes up to me yep. and asks me point blank, why do I disagree with that and I'm not participating, I have an answer. That's it. I have an answer that I'm a born-again Christian. I believe in the Bible. I believe in all the principles of the Bible. I believe in the doctrines of the Bible. I don't believe in religious acts. Right. So whenever I, somebody comes up and asks me, we should be, speak the truth in love, and we should also make sure that we don't belittle them because they're sinners, because I was a sinner one time. So I'm not going to make fun of them because they're sinning. Right, because well, it's a, a sin is a sin. Sin is a sin regardless of By any of what measure. It is. I, I, I'm reminded, I, I loved, um, I'm going to forget his name, he ran for Fred Thompson. Mm -hmm. He still loves Senator Fred Thompson from Tennessee. And in the 2000 race, I think mm -hmm. it was, when he ran for president, right. they asked him about his, his stance on abortion because mm -hmm. his actual voting stance in the Senate right. was not necessarily in line with being <laughs> a Republican. And, and I loved his response because his response was very, very much what you're saying right now. He right. said, I'll tell you this, I made my decision. Right. And what a lot of people don't know is he had a, a handicapped child that he and his wife had decided not to abort, and they raised her. Um, but there were times when in his political career where he voted for some things right. that were more pro-choice pro than pro-life. But, but his stance was, look, I, I made my decision. You have to make your decision. That's exactly right. And that's where we're at. Is you can't change their, their decision to go participate in a pride event. But we can't let them change our decision right. to not participate, but also to be loving and encouraging Christians. I'm not going, I'm going to take a stand here and I'm going to say my way of not participating is I'm not going to put uh, one of those new rainbows that they're using. Yep. They, they took it from what God had meant it for and they changed it and now that's their symbol and everything. I'm not going to put one on my car. Yeah. I'm not going to put it on front of my church. Yep. Not the, the Lord does not want that associated with it. Now, there's a lot of churches that are out there, and they've got an answer for that. I don't. Sure. But I'm not going to back them in that. But that's the whole point, yeah. is they have to answer for they it. They have to answer for it, not we me. Don't. That's exactly right. Now, should they be doing it? That's uh, between them and, and the Lord, but I say no. 
That's it. But I'm taking that stance. Um, believers cannot change a culture view of what's going on in America. No. We can't. We can pray for them. You can, you can, I don't care what anybody says, having war against war is not going to win the battle. No. It just, it's not because we're going to have some people that follow us. They're going to have some people that follow them, but it's all going to come down to you as an individual. What are you doing? So when a Christian come up and ask me how I deal with pride, I'm not going to participate. I'm not going to participate in pride month. I'm not going to go out and bash it. I'm not going to run out there and tell them that they're wrong. I'm not going to run out there. I'm, I'm taking my stance for Jesus that believers, I can't change their mind till they get saved. Yep. But it's not my point to tell them they're doing wrong. I know they're doing wrong. No, well, we're so, you know, we've become so polar in this, in this country and in right. this culture that you either have to be for it or against it. And while you can be against it, you don't have to go out there and be against it. Right. We can choose simply to stay in the stay in our lane, not participate, and I haven't cast judgment on anybody or anything they're doing. I've made a choice right. on what is right for me. Why can I not participate? Ask yourself the question. Yeah. Why can you not participate in Pride Month? One, Pride Month is a deeply rooted immortal battle people are fighting there's a lot of mental illness out there there's a lot of things and you're asking me saying well what is it that really you you know why don't you go out there and you go against them and everything the mindset is sin is sin i don't go really and truthfully i don't go down to a bar and tell everybody that takes a drink that's it sin. and because i don't do that I'm not going down to that's, Pride Fest to, to That's exactly right. Uh, the Pride and Pride Month has nothing to do with happiness and satisfied happiness. It has to do with godliness. And it has to do with less than people are choosing to go that way. I can't change their mind. I can only pray for them. Right. I can only, if they come and ask me, I'll give them an answer. I'm not going to hide behind, uh, you know, and say, well, I don't want to get involved. If you ask me a question, you ask me a question, I'm going to go out there one. Right. You come to our church, we preach against that. We preach against sin. Right. We're not going to sugarcoat it for anybody. Oh, we could probably sugarcoat it for some people, and we'd have two, 300 people. We could make everybody happy, and we sure. could go. But we're not going to do that. A lot of churches have chosen to be inclusive when you're talking about including everybody. I think everybody should come to church but they're going to hear the gospel. Right. That's the one difference. They don't want to hear the gospel. <laughs> well, they want to hear A, B, and D. They, want to, they that's don't want to hear exactly C. Right. And, and that's, that's where we find one ourselves. One of the preachers out in California, I mean, in Oklahoma, he was quoted as saying, I want everybody to come to my church because I'm not going to judge them because I've got to ask the Lord when I get there, yeah. what, why this and why that? Well, I got news for you, brother. I mean, I've studied the Bible from Genesis to Revelation a bunch of times. I've never found where it says we're going to have a question and answering session when we get to heaven. God has done it. Yeah. He's in control. He's not going to ask our opinion or give us his opinion when we get to heaven. True. I mean, it'll be over. Because somebody asked, <laughs> asked a preacher the other day, he says, do you really believe in the rapture? Well, yes. Because... Every time God's wrath 
And I'm not talking about judgment. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference between God's judgment and God's wrath. But every time in the Bible before God's wrath came down, he rescued his believers. Look at Lot, mm -hmm. Sodom and Gomorrah. They rescued Lot and his family. His wife was the one that turned around. But the thing about it is before something happened, God brought his people out. So that's why I believe in the rapture. Before the tribulation, before all the wrath is poured out, I'm going to be out of here. Now, if you're around, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this and you're around after the rapture, I'm sorry. But I'm going to be gone. And then the wrath will be poured out. Somebody said, well, God's going to have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. No, he doesn't. He's God. Yeah. I mean, when it gets bad enough now, you have to understand why Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. It wasn't because of sin that they were doing. That was the judgment. It was because there wasn't enough righteous people in the city. Right. It was the unwillingness to, to leave it. That's which right. is further echoed in what happens to Lot's wife. It's not that she just looked back. It's that she looked back longingly. Right. She wasn't willing to, to walk away from right. something that was bad and walk towards something that she couldn't see. And there see wasn't but enough people in. that believed in the city to save the city. That's it. So I'm hoping that there's a root Christian belief system out there. I'm not talking about a religious system. I'm talking about a belief in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about believing in Jesus Christ. I'm talking about believing in the blood. I'm talking about believing in the resurrection. All of that is the reason I can't participate in all the sinfulness that goes on in the world. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying I can't participate. Right. That's my choice. You have to make a choice for yourself. So that's it. And that's, that's what it's all going to boil down to tonight. If the, if the overarching question is, how do we as Christians address Pride Month? How do we deal with it? What do we do with it? The answer is, is really simple. You make your decision for your home. And you live that decision. And if you are a Christian, I think that decision has been made for you. It's pretty easy to understand where we fall on the line of pride. Not just gay pride, not just overeaters pride, mm -hmm. but pride in general is to raise something good, something wholesome, to a level of worship. Yeah. Let me close you with a verse of scripture. I love scripture, you know that. Mm -hmm. But let me leave you with First Peter chapter 3, 15 and 16. 15 says, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. In other words, we ought to be prepared if somebody asks us. Yeah. You've got to know. It also says, who ask you for a reason of the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness mm -hmm. and respect, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile you. So in other words, keep yourself clean. Yep. Always answer nicely. Don't beat them. That's but it. you can always take a stance. And the stance is, I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. And if you want to ask me a question, I will answer it for you. But I'll do it in a nice manner. Well, like we said last week or week before, you know, you can't, as Christians, we can't be afraid to be in a fight. That's right. We shouldn't go looking for them. That's right. But... 
you can't back down from them either. And if you're asked why you're not participating, you have to have your answer ready to well, go. What's my favorite joke about fighting? If you if you if you if you have to fight, fight. Yep. You don't want to fight. That's it. But if you do have to fight, fight like you're the third monkey on Noah's Ark on the ramp, <laughs> and the rain and it started. Started it started raining. That's so it. you just gotta you know give it your all. So that's, that's it. it. Yeah, don't be don't be afraid to you know to stand in there and take it when it's <laughs> when it's time to do that. And and certainly as we as we started talking about when we opened tonight, you you can't avoid this. You're right. not going to avoid this. You're going to be in the middle of it. Yeah, you're. I mean, if you're a parent, you're going to have to answer for this. That's you're you're going to have questions that you're going to have to answer. And I implore you to be the loudest voice in the room. You know, speak for your family, dads, husbands. Be the voice that guides everything those children and, and, and your household follows. Uh, and if and if you won't, then you know, then step out of the way and let somebody else who's more you know willing to do that. Be a, be a voice of reason for you. So closing tonight, let's let's just put it this way. I'm not going to participate, Yep. but at the same time, if you want to ask me something, come to the church and I'll answer it. Well, <laughs> so I think the key word was what you started out with was polite, polite non-participation. That's right. You can make your stance known on the matter without having to go down there exactly. and, and Bible thump anybody. So that's it. That uh, is the is the position we take. Where are they going to come Sunday? Sunday. Oh, check us out, guys. We've got a great service planned over here at Believer's Worship Center. Remember, we're in College Grove right off Murfreesboro Road. Check us out at findhopeatbwc.org. And, of course, you can pick us up here at, at BWC Smyrna on Facebook and Instagram. Guys, we hope you have a great week. Remember, God loves you. We love them. Yeah, just come on down to BWC because we love y'all. Amen. You guys have a great week. We will see you Sunday.